Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to Above Par. This is Kathy. It's nice to have you back. And today I'm going to talk to you about expectations. So you might have expected me to be back <laughs> on a Wednesday because that's when I release my podcast, but you never know. One of these times I might not show up on a Wednesday if I get behind, but that is the expectation, right? And a lot of times in golf, we have very high expectations for ourselves. I coach a lot of people on this and I want to bring up some different topics or different arenas that expectations show up and how they really hold you back and create a lot of frustration for you uh, around the game of golf. The argument is that I get is often that if we lower our expectations or if we don't have expectations, then we don't care and then we're not trying. And I think there's a huge difference between having a goal and trying to improve and then having expectations about the goal. And the difference is or the expectations about your game. And the difference is, is how they feel basically, right? One is going to keep you motivated and driving and working towards your goal and having your own back and expectations set you up to be disappointed and frustrated. So one is working for you and the other one is working against you. And I just want to point out some ways, different ways that expectations have been showing up on the golf course and really keep you stuck and unhappy <laughs> with your game or even putting more pressure on your game, which makes it harder for you to perform in the long run. So there's a, a lot of amazing quotes and opinions about expectations and how they play a role. And I do think it's a lot of it has to do with your definition of it. So William Shakespeare said, expectation is the root of all heartache. And I think a lot of times he not being him, not being a golfer, I think a lot of times that's what happens out on the golf course. Right. So let's talk about one of the ways that I see it showing up. A big way is in your shots, right? Your expectations of how many good shots you should hit in a round, how many greens you should hit, how many putts, how many fairways, how we base our happiness and our satisfaction of the round is if we hit those expectations and what they are, right? So I have coached people who had expectations of that they should only miss so many shots from a nine iron in like that their ball should be within 15 feet from a nine iron down to a shorter club and anything outside of that, they were very upset because it was not within their expectations. That's what they expected of themselves. But this is a thing, which goes back to the quote that I heard from Jim Flick, who I taught for, um, for years in the Nicholas Flick golf schools. He said that when your expectations exceed reality, that equals frustration. And this exceeded reality. And you want to know what your reality is. What is your definite situation and the number and percentages of shots that you actually can hit on the green or in a certain range with no pressure. This is how we'll know, right? Take your stats. What is reality, right? And I, I encourage people to do this. I, I always say, go out and hit 10 balls with each club within the parameters that you want. So let's say if you're hitting short clubs that you wanted to hit it on a green, right? If you're hitting fairway woods that you wanted to keep it within the width of a fairway or a driver, when you're chipping, you want to hit it up into three feet, four feet, whatever is your kind of number. And how many of those can you do out of 10 with no pressure, with perfect lies, right? What are your percentages doing that? 
Those are your stats. So if you go to the range and you hit an eight iron 10 times and you hit 50% of them on the green, when you go out onto the golf course and you're standing over an eight iron shot, your expectation should be with no pressure and a perfect lie and great conditions and a lot of warm up that you should hit it every other time, 50% of the time. And then if you're ticked off that you missed the green, right, you're exceeding reality. Reality is you miss half of them because that's your stat. And now you're playing with pressure and like self-induced pressure and elements, right? And a different, totally different situation. That's reality. Reality is not because you've taken your stats that you hit 95% of the greens with an eight iron. That's just not it. And that's why you're setting yourself up to be so frustrated. Putts, that's another one that people do. They're like, they expect themselves to make so many four and five foot putts. But what is the reality? If you went out to the putting green and you hit a bunch of four and five foot putts, how many do you make? That's your reality. You're supposed to miss some, right? If you went out to the golf course and said, yeah, well, this is me. I am a person who misses some of these putts, right? So I ended up sending this client stats on the PGA tour, and I have this sheet of all the breakdowns of the percentages of shots that tour players who practice and play every single day hit. How many greens do they hit from an eight iron down into the, into the wedges? <laughs> definitely hers who was, she's a, a woman who's working full time, right. Not playing every single day, even though she's super talented, right. Was way more than a PGA tour player. So you're setting yourself up with too high of an expectation at that point. in this situation, I would definitely say that you should lower your expectations on your shots if they're exceeding reality, but go out there and spend the time and see what reality is. Reality is that I miss some putts. Reality is that some days I don't get, you know, I don't read the green perfectly every time. Sometimes the reality is, is that I hit spike marks. What are my expectations are any different than that? I'm going to be super frustrated, right? Then I'm setting myself up to be disappointed at the end of the day, which makes it much harder for you to make good swings out there. So if you want the form that I give my clients on how to keep track of your stats, just, it's a super simple, um, sheet, but you can get it. I can send you a link for it in the descriptions. Um, you just share your email with me and I'll email it off to you. I can also send you a copy of what those stats are on what the tour players do. And you can compare yourself. Now you're probably not playing as much as a tour player, but at least you can compare yourself and set, set yourself up more for realistic expectations on the number of shots that you should hit on a green number of fairways you should hit the number of putts you should make. I had another client who told me if I, if I don't hit, if I hit under 11 fairways, I'm really disappointed. Right now I think I get it. I mean, we want to hit more. Do you want to? Yes. But reality is you're going to have days where you don't have very many fairways. You're going to have days where the fairways are really narrow or the course is really windy, right? You're going to have days. You don't do that. That doesn't mean that something has gone wrong, right? That doesn't mean that's an opportunity for you to be frustrated, nor does it mean that you're going to play poorly or score poorly. Right. So you want to make sure that you're being very realistic about your shot making, your skill, your talent out on the golf course. So that's one where we set ourselves up for expectations that are a little high that I think it's just worth lowering them down to reality. And by the way, I measure people on the your ability to hit shots on the range and whatever that percentage is, and the differential between what you actually can do, what your talent level is. And what you take to the golf course, that's your mental game. That's, that's where I come in. That's where I help people. So if you're, if you're 
if your ability to do it on the, on the driving range is pretty high, like you can hit a lot of those shots, you can hit a lot of those greens, but then your percentage on the golf course is much lower, right? That's where you're getting in your own way in your head, right? That's, that's more mental coaching. So that's the first one. Number two is your score, which is a pretty obvious one, right? So we have expectations for what our score should be or how we should perform in a tournament or what place we should finish in. I coach a lot of people who have their expectation is to never shoot above 70 and anything above 70, then it's a bad day, right? We set ourselves up right there to be so disappointed and to put pressure on our game. If we start, if we're keeping score that closely on, if we start creeping up above 80, right? It makes it so much more likely that we're going to shoot in the eighties. And who's to say that you're not going to have a round in the eighties. I don't think any tour player ever has that thought, right? There's going to be a day where we're going to have a bad round. It's just going to happen. Right. And when we go against that grain, when we go out expecting that it should never happen, that I'm better than that, that that means that if I shoot in the 80s, that I'm not good in the 80s, that I'm not good enough, that I'm a bad golfer. Right. It's just so much pressure to put on your golf game. I teach a lot, I coach a lot of juniors where their expectation is that they should be finishing and scoring really well because that's what coaches are going to see and that they need their rankings to go up and that they're a better golfer than that. Right? And when they put all that exp- that uh, pressure on their game to get the rankings so they can get the college scholarship, so they can get the, the looks, right? it makes it so much harder for them to actually put that score out there because their expectation is that they should be playing better than they are. I learned this firsthand because I played in a tournament eight months pregnant with my first daughter, and it was in Georgia, outside of Georgia, outside of Atlanta, and it was the LPGA National um, Championship the, for the teaching division, right? Not the, not the tour. So it was in the, I was playing and it was hot (laughs) and I was, I was a big girl pregnant. I had a big belly and I went out with zero expectations. Now I had played in a lot of tournaments up until this point. I played in that tournament before where I had tried really hard to, you know, score and play well and do all the things, but I went out there with zero expectations. I thought, you know what? I'm going to have a baby soon. I'm probably not going to be able to play as much. Let me go out and have this and have fun, right? And just, you know, have a good time. That was the best I've ever finished in that tournament. Third place. I had so much fun. I had zero expectations. My putter was getting caught caught in my shirt because my belly was so big. I swung slow and easy. I still hit it plenty, plenty long enough. I was, I just enjoyed the round, even going into the last round where I was in a pretty good spot. I had zero expectations for myself. It was amazing. It was such a lesson for me to understand that when I took that pressure off myself, expecting myself to play really well, that I played better. As Warren Buffett says, the secret to happiness is having low expectations, right? Which is different than not trying and not caring. I cared. I tried. I focused. I focused probably better. I wanted to make every putt. I didn't have to make every putt. I wanted to hit every fairway, but I didn't have to. I wanted to score well, but it wasn't imperative that I did. Right? So there's a difference between lowering your expectations and having goals and trying and caring. Right? I still did all of that. Right? So just really put into check, what is your expectations about your score? What are you making it mean? about you or your golf game if you don't shoot that. And because you have those expectations about your score, you're putting more pressure on your performance overall, right? Which is making it harder for you to perform. So that was number two. Number three, the other place that we have expectations is with people, right? And we can have expectations. This is really, I think a big one, especially with 
um, junior golfers and parents, right? The parents have expectations for the juniors. The juniors may have expectations for other people or their parents or teammates. We might have expectations with a partner, but in general, when we have expectations that what we want for other people to do, we're always going to be disappointed. (laughs) We're always going to be setting ourselves up for disappointment because people get to do whatever they want. People, you, you don't want people to have expectations for you as far as on your behavior and how you act. And you don't want to try and control other people as well. So I find that when we have a lot of expectations for other people and expecting them to be something that they're not able to live up to, that is when we get very disappointed. So while this might not be a huge one for you relative to your golf game. If you don't have a lot of outside influence, you might have expectations for your teacher on what they should do and how much they should fix your swing and the role that they play in your improvement. You might have expectations for a partner that you play with when you go out and play that they should be making more putts or they should be, you know, hitting more fairways or hitting it further. You might have a teammate and expectations for those teammates and how they should perform and play when you go out and play, especially if you're in high school or college, or you have a club team that you play in. You might be a parent who has expectations for your junior golfer on how much they should practice and how much they should care and what they, what they should look like and act after the round or after a bad shot, right? We just set ourselves up to be so disappointed and frustrated because we can't control the humans right? They're going to, and you don't want other people to have those expectations for you as well. I read this quote, which I love, which I think we can totally pertain to anything, but it says, what screws us up most in life is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be, right? That's what happens when we're playing golf. We think we're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. We think that the shot is supposed to do this. We think that the score should be this and the day should go this way. It's our picture in our head, our expectations of how it's supposed to happen. And it wasn't when it doesn't, we're disappointed. And when it doesn't, we're frustrated and we beat ourselves up, right? And then it becomes not, it becomes not a very fun experience. So I wanted to talk to you not so much about giving up on your goal, lowering your expectations, which I think is the confusion that so many people have is lowering your expectations to the point that you don't care. That's not it at all, right? It's lowering your expectations down to reality and not making it mean anything other than you just trying and working towards your goal and having your own back. But it doesn't mean that you don't care and then you're not working towards it. And in the end, you're just going to enjoy the process so much more. And when you can enjoy the process so much more, you're going to be more likely to reach your goals. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed that. And I will talk to you next week. Hey, so if you like this podcast, you can talk to me live. You know, all you need to do is sign up for a free mini session. I'd love to hear about you and your golf game and what you're working on. You can check the link in the description or go to kathyheartwood.com. Work with me. Hope to see you there.